Welcome to Movie to Beer, everybody. This is Dan Kaprowski bringing us in, and today we have our one of our awesome co-hosts is with us today. And this is you're stuck with Blake, the zombie expert. Yeah, he knows a lot about video games and zombies, and we're going to talk about that today on this episode. Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah, and that's a it's an interesting reboot of the series. Yeah, it's it's resetting. It's ignoring all the. Uh... Paul S. Anderson? Yeah. Movies? <laughs> the, the Mila Jovovich vehicles? Yeah, and there's a lot of them. There's spinoffs, there's direct-to-video, there's all kinds of... I've, I've seen them all. I've, I appreciate the Mila Djokovic approach and how they're treating the craziness of the T-Virus and how the Umbrella Corporation took, takes over the planet multiple times in different ways. It does do it a lot. Although I think the first couple movies... It's, it's expanding. It takes over first the house, and then it takes over the uh, city, and then it takes over the desert? Yeah, it takes over the whole planet eventually, but it does do it slowly a little bit at a time. It also takes over the White House. It invades D.C. Wait, which one's that? I, that was like the fifth one, I think. Resident Evil, Olympus has fallen. Olympus did fall. <laughs> Terrorist zombies. Oh, I just give the government an idea. Yeah. That's been done before, hasn't it? This movie, man, oh my God. I don't think Randall would appreciate the way I did. Yeah. It's, it, it was, was pretty rough. <laughs> when it started blasting Crushed by Jennifer, what's Page something or whatever her name is, like so loud while a flaming man walks in. What is what is even this movie? <laughs> it, it's kind of <laughs> insane. So it does follow the first two games. First two of. video games really closely. And the thing is, is that the films, as we've mentioned, the last seven of films or whatever they've made of yeah. the series of the of this you the, know the original Evil, run they just completely have gone off onto their own thing this one you said you know they the characters the way that they were presented on the screen the clothing that they wore everything matched as closely to the game as you could probably pretty get pretty much they changed wesker and jill valentine a little but you, you get hints at possible future projects that wesker will be a little more weskery if I can, if I got paid a dollar for each time I said Wesker, I'd be doing pretty good right now. Yeah, you you would. So I mean, I, I want to say that the film did have lots of interesting video video special effects, like a lot of green screen activities going on. The monsters looked, I think, a little bit more realistic because like the birds that were flying the, the around. The birds looked properly gross. The dog looked disgusting. I yeah. was bummed out. The liquor looked pretty. Uh, I guess spoiler. There's a liquor. It's on the first page. It's on the front of the IMDb entry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the liquors. I haven't played the game in so long. It looks leaner, like when they reboot a thing and they make it skinnier. Yeah, and they do have the villain. There is a villain, and the villain, you know, shoots himself up with the serum and oh, yeah. turns into a big, giant, nasty creature thing that has multiple eyes. And you had said, "Hey, shoot him in the eye! Shoot him in the eye!" Because that's how you kill him in the, or at least get away from him in the, mm-hmm. in the video yeah, game. Yeah, blame his eye shoulder. Yeah, Neil McDonough. Yeah, God, it, he's great. It was interesting because they. A little not believable. There is a lot of suspension of, wow, they really couldn't have just done that. That doesn't make any sense kind of situation. They did a lot of those fun zombie tropes where it's uh, like someone gets grabbed by the ankle and knocked down, but they don't bite them. Yeah. So they, they get a chance to get away, but like you should have gotten eaten. There's a lot of run, running away scenes. In Donald Logue lives a lot longer than he should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's there's a lot of I have sympathy for some of the characters that just get like, you're, you're like, oh, you're going to die a horrible death, aren't you? <laughs> God, yeah, that ugh. a good zombie movie. I feel like a good zombie movie gives you a couple of uh, like really gory deaths, and then a handful of uh, like off camera, partly to save money on special effects. Yeah, totally. I mean, they they, they did show people getting pulled away from the screen, you mm-hmm, know, like mm-hmm. a behind a, a counter or 
you know, around a table or something. Then so, like a bloody handprint and yeah. it's like, oh no, you got eaten. Yeah. Got ate. But there's not like body parts all over the place, which on some of the old Resident yeah. Evil movies, it's just like gore fest. And like, it's like practical they chop off an arm. Fest. They chop off an arm and then use it as a baseball bat. To hit yeah, something like that. I like how this is basically like what's going to happen to Flint, I guess, because the whole premise was Umbrella poisoning the water supply. Yeah, Flint, Michigan. <laughs> like, what he- this is a little too close to home, man. It, it is a little bit. And so, yeah, so the Umbrella Corporation, if you're not familiar with the game or the movie they franchise. They don't make parasols. They don't. I'm so sorry. It's an umbrella that's red and white <laughs> striped. Yeah. They're a pharmaceutical company that makes things to turn people into monsters and killers and creatures and things. And they do genetic testing and experimentation. Yeah. And needless to say, it got out of hand and escaped. It being a T-virus. Yeah, as it always does. Yeah, and you, you don't know, is it through the water or through the air? Well, Dude, once you bites. get infected, you are you have, I want to say it's like The Walking Dead. Like, everybody has the virus yeah, now. Yeah, I think that was the angle they were going with. And once something dies from it or gets infected from another creature that has it, you turn more quickly or you turn right away. Something like that. I think once you die, you turn. E- yeah? Kind of like Walking Dead. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, fun fact, in Japan, where the series originated, it's called Biohazard. Yeah. Which I would not have played if it was called Resident <laughs> Evil. Something more fun to say. Yeah, totally. I mean, I played the video game a little bit way back in the day. And, Ugh, you know, first-person shooter. Controls. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, so keyboard, bad. Keyboard activity. Yeah. Really hard. Really hard to do headshots when you're trying to do the keyboard thing. But, you know, we managed. We yeah, were, this one, I do like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. This movie's not good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Randall would be tearing it down if he was here. But uh, yeah, I, I'm going to do that for him. The movie's not good, but it captures the survival element. The first ones were you couldn't even aim at the head. You just had to. You got minimal ammo. You had to use your knife a lot. You had to be strategic with how you fought because later you get like giant crocodiles and dudes with eyeballs on their shoulders and tyrant basically. Yeah. And this one felt more like survival versus action packed. Gore fest with the kicking and the punchings. Yeah, and we were all, these were all. I didn't recognize any of the actors. These were all like newer or less less popular, or less known. Actors well, they well they had a other than the one. Well, big the two bad leads. Guy. Yeah. Well, the two leads, Kyra Kaya Scodelario. Just look it up. Uh, her and Robbie Amell. I feel like I've seen them, but it's probably, it's probably been like TV shows, Canadian stuff. Um, Tom Hopper, Umbrella Academy's uh, Luther, is in this. Yes, he's Wesker. Yeah, you mentioned that. He's like, yeah, there's there's the one guy, and I did recognize him because we we've seen that despite his series. despite his lack of a uh, eight body. Yes. Oh, Nathan Dale's uh, Derry from Letterkenny's in it. That's right. So if you're not familiar I with those shows or, or, or those actors, <laughs> you should check them out because they, they are good. It's just they get kind of lost on the poor script writing and just running around scenes. Derry doesn't last very long. We're just going to plot spoil that one right yeah. now. Yeah. He gets he's snatched by some DGens from upcountry. <laughs> <laughs> totally does. So. God, this, this movie. Oh, my God, this movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty rough. Did you did you have any trivia for us or okay. any any this fun facts? This thing's packed with trivia, dude. All right. Anyone who's played the first game and maybe the second game, Capcom gave the movie the blueprints for the the police station down to like the statue in the back and like the two twin stairs. It's dead on, dude. It's exactly like that. And apparently, the blueprints from the sh- the uh, city Spencer Mansion. Uh, yeah, so Spencer Spencer Mansion. 
which is pretty cool. Which is the mansion that's above where the complex is that they yeah, yeah. do all experiments and stuff, which is where I think the, the children first... from the orphanage go. Yeah, that's right. I forgot. Get I forgot about the orphanage <laughs> C plot, C D plot. There's a lot of plots in this. Yeah, there's there's a lot of subplotting and in, in building up to what the storyline is about the main characters that are running around, the sister and brother team. I love that the brother's story just kind of gets swept away. He stayed here, but he's super important for some reason. Yeah, no I one guess. really knows. Well, you know, you're the cop. Figure it out. <clears throat> I'm just a rookie. Oh God. A reboot of the series was announced while Resident Evil, the final chapter, was still in theaters. Wow. That's rude. A like, little bit. Is it the, I don't think it's the same production company, though. It's a different, um, like, they got the rights to it. Or, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a different company, because the other one was Screen Gems. Actually, Screen yeah. Gems might still be involved. Filming locations was Sudbury, Ontario, Canada. Yep. The Scottish Rite Club, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And again, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing that Hollywood thing of just saying, it's American City, eh? Eh? <laughs> it looked very Canadian. I've been to Canada a few times, and it looked very Canadian. Hashtag humble brag. Yeah, well, you know, Victoria and Vancouver, BC. You know, mm-hmm. not not all of Canada. I've been up that part. Johan Robert. What else has Johan Ro- Johans Robert done? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't look. 47 meters down. That was supposed to be a scary movie. The other side of the door. Turn your bloody phone off. Roadkill, you know, all these classics that everyone thinks about. Yes. Forest of the Damned. So he's in his element, I guess. Yeah. What what would assume that? But God, this movie. This is uh this movie. It uh fall under B movie category. Oh, it's totally B movie. It's, this is something that looked like a sci-fi channel original. It that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen enough of those to be able to identify them on site. Like as you're watching it, you're like, wow, this is really sort of low budget, but not like they, they spend a lot on special effects, but not a lot on the writing or the characters, you know, you're like, oh, just do this, which is fun. The movie's title appears in red bold letters. Color and fonts are identical to how the title appears in the game. I forgot yes. about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's got a lot of like send ups and winks to the original franchise. It made me kind of want to go back and play them. And then I remembered I don't have anything PlayStation themed and also those controls are so bad. Yeah. You could probably download a free version of it for your yeah, computer. Yeah. I bet I can uh, find it somewhere. I, I'm sure it's out there. I'm sure that there's an emulator that probably has it. Apparently. Or you could find a free version of it out there. Did you get any John Carpenter f- vibes? Because this director loves that guy. It, there is the... I, I want to say the visual approach to some of the scenes and some of the, the pauses in the action to build up the suspense a little bit. Mm-hmm. Had that vibe a little, but not... It was just really bad. Well, for the film, he drew inspiration from Assault on Precinct 13, which that makes sense, and The Fog. As you, these you, disparate group of characters coming together under siege, which, hey, I can see yeah, that. I mean, that's totally what that is. I mean, you know, Stephen King's a lot better writer than the person who wrote yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a funny that I know that that's what... I've actually seen The Fog twice. I think it's been it's been made a couple I've seen the Thomas times. Jane one, which yeah. is pretty good. I looked at a movie theater when that came out, and people were pissed about the ending. Oh, they were yeah. yelling at us about it. Like, I didn't make the movie. <laughs> Don't yell at me. I'm just the messenger. Do you want some popcorn, I guess? Yeah, there you go. So any other trivia before we move on to what we drank with it? I'm trying to find something really interesting. Because everything here is so deep inside baseball. Chris Redfield shown to drive a generic Jeep-style vehicle. In the games, Leon Kennedy. Oh, yeah, Leon Kennedy's in this. Like, totally, completely different race and demeanor, which I thought was pretty cool. But yeah, apparently they don't have any 
like cheap brands in the games. So they stuck to that. Which after seeing all these Marvel movies and DC movies where everyone's driving around and, and Audis and, and Tomahawk hoes yeah. or I don't know cars. Yeah. You don't really see any brands. No, there wasn't. I, I want to say, was it? I was going to say the guns maybe, but yeah. the guns are always real vague. I think, I feel like unless it's a super right wing movie. Yeah. It's, they're not going to really place, place gun sponsors. Yeah. They, um, not a lot of Hollywood clip action where it's like, dude, you, you pull the trigger three times and you're out of bullets. Which and, sticks to the know. games. Yeah. Kinda. Again, it sends up the early games pretty well. It's just not a good movie. Yeah. And they're, re- they're really forcing how 90s this is. They keep yeah. just blatantly showing how 98 it is. And it blows up in the end. And the city blows up at the end. They blow it oh, up. Yeah. And so, yes. I mean, we're going to plot spoil it. The ending is the city blows up, as it does in every one and, of the And stay for the city. post-credits yeah. for the tease at Wesker's future if they decide to make enough money to make a sequel. Yeah, they're going to continue that direct-to-video. Resident Evil. Goodbye, Raccoon City. Yeah. (laughs) Take that, Johan... What's-his-face? Yeah, I got him. Johan Roberts. That's me taking down a big-time director. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... Fantastic. Thank God we had some beers with this. Yeah, we did. We had a couple of beers. Um, Did you want to shout one out? Because I'm going to shout out water, as I always do. You can shout out some water. So I, I did... This week have an interesting beer that I would like to do a shout out to because it's a good beer and it's hard to find good beers in the Portland area because it's good everywhere. It's like to find one that stands out and you remember it is amazing. So this week I discovered Bow and Arrow Brewing from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. Oh, this is a good call. It they have an American Pilsner. That's what it's called. It's a simple design on the can. Uh, I was at our local Bridgetown Beer House and picking up a bunch of beer and saw it. And I was like, let me grab a couple of those because I've heard of the brewery, but I'd never had their beer before. And so this was made with corn, and like it's typical American adjunct Pilsner, like you would see in like Coors Bud, all that crap. But this one didn't taste like crap. This one had a very strong corn, malt, solid profile. And then it had a really nice hop balance to it to kind of you know, an equal amount of body to equal amount of hops. And the hops weren't super offensive. Yeah, They're like yeah, dry leafy, just really th- clean. These are crushable beers. It was very crushable. And so big shout out to Bow and Arrow Brewing. And uh, we may go try to find some more of those and actually drink those with a movie. Uh, if, if, we, if we get around to watching uh, Reservoir Dogs, that would be perfect. Or no, Re- Reservation Dogs, sorry, oh, yeah, the Reservation FX show. Because yeah. it's all about native Oklahomans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these cans are awesome, dude. The that denim one with the just it looked like a pair of jeans. Yeah. With this and the stitching made the letter. It's, it's so fun. Yep. Native owned, right? I don't remember. That's, I'm checking their site now. They got a link about native land. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's good stuff. Love it. So, so the two beers that I would like to talk about for this film were actually both IPAs. Um and actually hot, both West with a, Coast style. With a hard IPAs. bite, like a zombie. Yeah, I, I or incensed person who's been poisoned and bleeding from the eyes. Trying to move away from the super big giant double and triple IPAs and the dry hop stuff and just trying to, to do normal IPAs because, you know, not IPAs don't have to be super bitter all the time. But that's what IPA means. It's I'm a bitter beer. Wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I People can, say I, that. I can't read. You can. So uh, the first one I'm going to mention is yeah. from Beechwood Brewing, which I had only had them a few times before, and this beer was 
also purchased at Bridgetown Beer House. Thank you, Bridgetown. So Beachwood Brewing Amalgamator IPA. And, and Beachwood is, uh, Long Beach is where they're based out of, but I do believe they have production facility that is in Huntington Beach. That's where it says on the can that it's from, but their website is from Long Beach. Well, it must be true. The beer can's the most honest device I've ever met. So this West Coast style, uh, super light body. Well, not really super light, but medium light and has a lot of um, mosaic. And mosaic tends to give you that dinky. Oh, yeah. We say mosaic a lot for beers. Yeah. I'm, I usually sip on and go, well, yeah. I give that, it, it's it. like a taster. I won't do a full one. So it's got Warrior, Columbus, Amarillo, and mosaic in it. So Warrior is a type of hop? Warrior hops is a... That's awesome. Is a, Warrior is one of those that is like a 15 or higher alpha acidity. So you're going to use it just to give bitterness to it. It's like oh. it makes it taste bitter without having... Like a vegetal or a, you know a citrus or a resin flavor, it's just bitterness that's added to it. I wonder how much it's, that's influenced just based on the idea of a warrior. I, I don't know, but it's a good it's a good hop. I've used it before. Nice. But the mosaic is the most dinky. The Columbus and Amarillo are going to give you more of that pine and West Coast vibe because those are very common out here on the West Coast. Good beer overall, uh, 7.1 ABV and 70 IBU. Uh, totally, really, really nice, good, crushable IPA. I, I enjoyed it quite a lot. I think it went well. I'm trying to remember if this one or the one you're holding now went better with the movie. I want to say that one matched because of the just easy to watch movie. It's easy it, to you watch. Don't have to, you don't have to think. Yeah, easy to watch, easy to drink. Yeah. So the second beer that I'm going to talk about is Ruse Brewing, and you happen to be wearing a Ruse hoodie, zippy hoodie. Fun trivia about Blake. Every every winter I find like one hoodie that I will wear into threads. And this year, Ruse got that honor. Congratulations, Ruse. Yeah, they, they, we've been there a number of times. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. This beer, I believe, was purchased at Mac Wine Cellars over here in the neighborhood on Killingsworth. Uh, really good friends, Tim and Petra. Mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. have an amazing beer selection that rotates fairly quick. About once a month, they get a whole different line or pretty good lineup. It, sh- it They only get like a like you say, like a case of beer, and so that when that sells out, they're moving on to something else. For, for a while, uh, they'd get a case, and then Blake and Dan would buy it. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> be <laughs> so out of that. So at least we're happy. <laughs> yeah, we when we get beer from them because mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. they they deserve it. They're nice yeah. people. So this Solar Ships American Style India Pale Ale, which I can only see a seven percent ABV. It's a kind of a a bright what they call a bright and sturdy malt balance. That seems like so, a strange combination well, at odds, bright and sturdy. Well, the brightness comes from the hops. It's a little dank up front, a little sharp, and then there's a solid malt body behind it. So it's got a really good kind of bread crusty, white bread crusty chew that's going to hold up to those hops because it's it's got mm. like citrus, uh, dank notes, um, and those come from like the Centennial, Columbus, and Simcoe. So the difference between these is that this doesn't have Simcoe. That's it? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, this doesn't have mosaic. It uses Simcoe. And this uses mosaic. So this is going to be, the first one's going to be more piney mm-hmm, mm-hmm. than this one. But that's maybe, okay. Maybe I like the Ruse one better. I, you know, it's all good. They're both really good beers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this one's 7%. It doesn't have an AB or a IBU units on it. but And I couldn't find it online, so they, don't, they didn't advertise it. But both were made really recently. You can look at the bottom of the can. The Ruse was canned. Look at the can butt. Less than a month ago. Look at the can butt. And <laughs> this one was brewed and canned. They were actually born on the same date, 1217. So both were less than a month old. So if you can find IPA that's fresh and clean and new, 
that's the best way to do it. As long as it's been refrigerated that whole time, it should be good to go. So because IPA has so many hops or the style of hops, is that what makes it age quicker? Um, no, it, it actually helps it hold up longer. Oh. So when I say like new beer, like there's some lighter like Pilsners and stuff that have such their the amount of malts in it are going to determine if it lives longer or less as much as the amount of hops. The hops are going to allow it, the acids in the hops are going to allow it to have a longer shelf life if it's unrefrigerated. Huh, that's cool. But you want to keep your beers refrigerated. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't buy warm beer. Well, at least don't buy good warm beer. Yeah. And don't stick it into your armpit for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> don't sit it with your between your legs and let it warm up really fast like I do sometimes, like an idiot. Don't put it in the microwave and explode your microwave because it's metal. Yeah, that would be a bad idea. This is just a back to our pilot for my uh, other podcast, What Not to Do with Beer. <laughs> yeah, totally. So do we want to do a quick uh, beer name rename game? Oh, or we gotta, dude. We should, because this is a great... Um... Well, real quick, some of the ones, some of the options on here, no opening credits, that's an awful name for a beer. <laughs> yeah, but that would be interesting, though. You, you, would, you would want to know why they named it that. Maybe. How about British actress playing American character? <laughs> <laughs> Without an accent. Which is mm. half the MCU now, so. Yeah, pretty much. All right, all right. So Let's get serious with this. So quick rundown. Mm. Beer rename game. Beer name rename game is you go to IMDb. Mm-hmm. You look up whatever your show is, your movie or your TV show. And about halfway down, you'll see a set of words with circles around them and then a number more. And that yep, are the yep. keywords you Click on that number more. This one has 265 plot keywords. And so these are submitted by IMDb users. And then people say, yes or no, they're relevant. So there's a lot. And what we do is we pick a beer. And I, let's do the amalgamation one. Because yeah. I think yeah. that I was like the that. first one I tried. And, you know, it, I think it went really well. I think it was just really well balanced and good to go. So what would be your choice to rename this beer? Small Ghost Town. Small Ghost Town IPA. That's actually really nice. Right? That's, that's right? good. So I'm going to go with one of the last ones on the list because it's Ooh. really funny. F-rated. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I think it's not good. <laughs> I think it's like school. It's a bad rating. That's a really good name for a beer, dude. F-rated. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. That's you don't very know what it good. means. Yeah, so just I we, we like to, to thank you I, know, I IMDb imagine, for providing us this fun opportunity. I imagine the F-rated labeling looks like a Berlick's dad beer, which is yeah. real basic, big font <laughs> big text. F. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> F and then rated. L- little scribble yeah. like see me after class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it doesn't fail. It's just getting an F. I do like that the keywords on this also just say character names. And that could be similar to the... Who does the D&D style beers? Oh, yeah, that's... Now we're um, shouting out more, uh, more Yeah, lo- local brewery. I think it's... it's not uh, Lewitt, is it? Lewitt, yeah. Oh, Lewitt. Is, oh, cool. Yeah, Player's Handbook series. So mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. they do a can design that looks like a player handbook sheet, kind of hand-drawn. For, for Dungeons & Dragons, yes. for those of you who may not know. And they, they have a character that they named the beer after that kind of matches usually. And they it's a series, so they've yeah. done, I think, six, five or six. I know Wizard, Cleric, Barbarian. And Fighter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think the fighter one's the one they have right now. But yeah, another... It's an idea for a future episode. Make Randall watch the Dungeons & Dragons movie. While <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. All right, so we are at the end of our episode. We want to thank everybody for hanging out and listening in. Um, as always, hydrate or 
Hydrate. Bite, bite, bite. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all of the opinions expressed during the taping of this episode are those of the hosts. And we'd like, again, to thank everyone for hanging in there and listening. And if you do go see a Resident Evil movie at home or in the theater, you know, pick a good beer to go with it. Find something that's got a little bite because a lot of the characters get a little bit up and a little chewed up. Oh, I see what you did there. Uh-huh. You should watch the second one where it's got uh, Mike Epps in it. That one's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is Dan signing out. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you later. Blake says bye.